This is Who She Knows, a podcast produced by She Knows Media. And I'm your host, Elisa Camahort-Page, Chief Community Officer of She Knows Media. Welcome to the show. Today, we're going to talk about something no one probably wants to talk about, which is how to prepare your online platform for after your passing. To share her personal experience with this topic, we have Gail Dickinson joining us. Gail's sister, Joan Hayes, started the extremely popular blog, Chocolate, Chocolate, and More. She was a longtime member of the blog, her community. And just last October of 2015, Joan unexpectedly passed away. Gail is carrying on the blog, and because of that, she has run into all sorts of really revelations about how to best prepare for what happens to your digital life post your physical life. Some of it, you know, comes up right away, and some of it you may not find out for a while. And I think as much as we may not want to think about it, these are some really good things uh, for us to all take into account and maybe prepare for. Um, So, Gail, thank you so much for joining us on Who She Knows and and talking about this topic and about your sister. Thank you for having me. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. How did you, A... How did you let Joan's many fans and followers know what had happened? And how did you try to, did you try to emulate her voice? Did you just say, you know, what did you do to attack that problem of the fact that blogs are kind of inextricably connected to a person's voice? When Joan died, I wrote the first post. I kept it simple. I was in Cambodia. (laughs) Yeah. Joan was supposed to come visit me a few months after she died. Basically, I I told everybody what happened and I gave them the very simple recipe for Cambodian coffee. I asked everybody to eat chocolate every day, Hmm. um, which I think Joan would approve of. (laughs) If you're thinking about leaving your blog to somebody, you need to think about who's going to kind of sound like you. And not who can imitate you, because nobody mm-hmm. can imitate you. Right. But who's kind of like you. And and also, Joan was strategic. She chose somebody in the same age range. Mm. You know, if, if you're in your 40s, you don't want to choose somebody in, your tw- in their 20s. It, it would be almost impossible for them to appeal to the same audience, I think. Joan knew her audience well. They were mostly people close to her age, people uh, with kids or grandkids, People who like really decadent, gooey desserts that um, are easy to make. (laughs) So she was able to communicate that to me. Uh, She told me straight up, she goes, nobody on my blog likes anything healthy, uh, so I don't do health food. And she talked to me about what kinds of posts she did and um, how she would post about things she absolutely hated but said she loved them (laughs) because she knew it would appeal to her audience. I think you need to pass on that wisdom to whoever you expect to take over your blog. I know you were getting ready to start a blog, but you weren't really a huge blogger. So how, um, what was your background and how you got thrust into taking on these social media accounts and what was that like? Oh boy. Um, So (laughs) my background is science education. I'm a science teacher by profession. I work as a professor 
I have technological background, but not in blogging per se. Joan was always a visionary, and she wanted to expand her blog to include travel. And I travel a lot. That's something that's one of my passions. Mm -hmm. So she was encouraging me to start my own travel blog. She wanted essentially a synergistic relationship between a travel blog that I would run and Chocolate, Chocolate, and More. So we were just getting started on that process. I knew nothing, really. I, I know how to write. And I know how to run a computer and, and I know about Facebook and things, but mm -hmm. I, I really knew nothing going into this. Joan chose me to run her blog after her death because she knew I love baking. Uh, that's another thing that I like to do. And her kids, they like it, but they aren't really that interested. So um, she trusted me to pursue that passion in the event of her death. She, she felt that I would honor that. Um, tradition that she had. And she also trusted me, I think, financially with her kids because um, we had a very close relationship and mm -hmm. I'm going to get choked up. Mm. Well, it's still so recent. I'm yeah, her birthday is on Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Anyway, we trusted each other with, with our kids. Mm -hmm. And she really wanted the money um, from Chocolate, Chocolate, and more to benefit her kids. Right. So you need somebody who's close to you who will do those kind of things for you. Had you spoken about this contingency or did you find out? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes. No, no, no. She talked to me straight up. Mm -hmm. And and she was very open. She was open with other bloggers, too. Uh, hmm. So I don't know what motivated Joan to be that way. Um, our dad also passed very unexpectedly at a very young age. He was oh. killed in a plane crash. Wow. Right when he turned 30. And I think when you have close relatives that die very suddenly, it, it colors how mm. you view death. I bet. And your own preparations for it. And so I don't know fully what motivated Joan to be so on top of this, but she was very open. She talked to other bloggers that um, saying that she was going to have me take over. She talked to her lawyer. She was in the process of having her will changed to be very specific about her blog. Uh, unfortunately, she hadn't signed the new will when she died, so that mm. led to some problems. Yeah, I would encourage bloggers, especially if you have children involved or, well, even if you don't, if you want your blog to continue, especially if you want it to continue seamlessly, you need to be very open in communicating with the people that you want to take over. Because she hadn't signed the new will, like, were there some things that were already buttoned up in her current version, and then she was looking to make it even more buttoned up? Or, like, what were the things that were pretty buttoned up? Uh, unfortunately, the old will didn't even mention the blog. <laughs> oh, wow. So uh, that was one thing that she was actively pursuing. And for we're fortunate that her lawyer wants to wanted to honor the new will. Mm. And I think he worked with her children and her ex-husband to make sure that the intent of the new will is honored. Um, he was able to have my cousin and I running the blog. It's in trust right now for the children until they turn 25. And if none of them take it over, then either my cousin and I will take it over. There were some things that were definitely left out that I don't think my sister had thought about. And you wouldn't think about unless you were thrown into taking over somebody's blog. So some of those things, 
she would have left me her blog, but there's a lot of equipment that goes with the blog. So I, I happen to have a really nice camera because I travel a lot and I take a lot of night. I love taking pictures of the places that I go, but the lenses that you use, for example, to take travel photographs are not the same lenses that you would use to take food photographs. Oh, I don't need backdrops when I go, it's already there. The backdrop is there. All of that stuff that she had accumulated the backdrops the in she had some photographic lights uh lenses for cameras plates special baking dishes things like that even though i love to bake i don't necessarily have popover pans or donut pans or things like that that are kind of specialty items all of that is just part of the estate it's not part of her blog she didn't say these are things that somebody would need to run my blog the other thing that was really blatantly missing was were all of her accounts and passwords. Mm. Well, that seems like the first thing I would wonder is, did you have a list of everywhere, every social media platform, every tool she used, every analytics thing, and how to get into it? Because it's overwhelming to me how many I have, um, and, I, and I'm not sure I even remember all of them or know the passwords anymore, you know? Right. So... Joan had a Google Doc where she listed a bunch of things. The problem is coming in cold, you don't know which accounts are active, what, where they're being paid from. Are they paid accounts? Are they not paid accounts? I would recommend all bloggers to make a spreadsheet. And the spreadsheet has, you know, what are your, what are your platforms? What are the, the tools that you're using? All of the user IDs, the logins. And then if they're paid for, when's the bill coming up? Like the annual bill, right? And where is it being paid from? Is it being paid from a credit card? Is it being paid straight out of your checking account? How are you paying that? Because there are a number of things that we found that Joan had that weren't necessarily on her list because we canceled her credit cards and we got these emails to Joan's email account saying, we've just canceled this service because (laughs) your credit card didn't authorize payment. Right. And we didn't know what it was. All of that would be really handy. At a minimum, the name of the service, the login, and the password. But if you're having somebody who's not hugely experienced, what it's for would be really helpful too. You know, in our case, we have a lawyer who manages things because it's in trust now. And so explaining to the lawyer why we need the expense helps. You know, oh, well, this posts to Pinterest, you know, every week. And and it, it generates Pinterest posts for us. Or... This tool generates tweets for us or schedules tweets for us or this, you know, what is what tools are you using and then why are you paying for them, I guess. Because once if you have a lawyer involved, then that Mm. makes things more tricky. I mean, what happened with like she was a member of the blog, her network, and she probably had Google ad, you know, some contracts with other kinds of supplemental. Is it complicated if you you know, to take over a blog? Like, what do you have to provide? Um, Was everything in order to just seamlessly say, yeah, she's not here, but I'm running this blog and I'm, I am, you need to pay me like you would have paid her. Right. So here are some other things that would have been helpful. There's a sheet that I still don't know the name of it that bloggers put out that has all of your blog information, like how many Facebook followers do you have? How many you know, Twitter followers, all that. We have no idea where Jones is. (laughs) Um, We searched her computer. We don't know where she kept a copy of that. You might even attach that to the will and update it annually just so that there's a copy someplace that somebody has. 
we had no copies of her contracts actually oh. I, I love my sister dearly she, her filing system was awful she had a contract out i think with california strawberries they owed her money she'd already done the post but it took us a while to figure out how to invoice them because we didn't know what the contract said i think we actually had to contact them and say hey how much do you owe us and you'd rather not be in that position yeah it, i mean you're you're relying on a company's honesty at that point right the work was done but you have no record of the contract so uh you know in your email setting up a separate folder just for contracts or having physical copies of contracts in a file folder that somebody can find um after you pass any of that kind of thing would be great and the other thing about contracts is it lets you it lets the people who take over know what you negotiated right i mean we i ended up having to ask other bloggers so a blog the size of chocolate chocolate and more how much should we charge for a sponsored post we had no idea. And initially, we didn't feel comfortable charging what Joan would charge because we were amateurs and Joan had six years of experience. Right. I remember on her site said she wasn't doing stuff for samples or any of that. And we were like, no, we'll do it for samples so we could build up some of our own work to show that our work would be comparable to Joan's. And then we, we started taking sponsored posts. So, uh, but we had to rely on the generosity of other bloggers. That was one other thing that Joan did that was actually really strategic. She had just started to do too, what she had guest bloggers on her page. And she initially did that so that she wouldn't have to be under pressure all the time to put up posts. Sure. But those guest bloggers were really helpful when she passed, keeping the page going. And she also added people to her Facebook page as co-administrators. Oh. So she had some bloggers that she trusted that she'd already put on as administrator, uh, Facebook administrators. And they took over for several weeks after Joan died uh, while the family was in a total uh, mist, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, we weren't a fault. And... You know, for the, that two weeks after Joan died, having the Facebook page up and running drove traffic to the website, you know, even though the posts weren't necessarily going up on a regular basis as much as Joan would have done, there was still new content going up. And so it didn't impact the blog as much as if she hadn't put those other things in place. What are some changes that you've made now to be more prepared? Well, right now, uh, for Chocolate, Chocolate, and More, there are two people that have access to everything. We're usually never together, so the odds of us both dropping dead oh. at the same time are probably pretty slim. But that way, there's no one person who knows everything about the blog. Mm -hmm. um, both of us post to Twitter. We post to Pinterest. I mean, we're both becoming more facile with the blog. Can I ask you a clarification? You said there's no one person who knows everything about the blog. Do you mean there's no one person who's the only one who knows something? Yes. Okay. Because I was right, like, exactly. I hope so, I, I hope each of you knows everything. Right. I think what happens with people running their blogs is they're so caught up in their own business that they're the only one who knows the business. It's a very personal enterprise. Yes. And the, there are great things about that, but there are also some bad things about that. The bad thing is if you die, then people have to piece together what you put together. And that's really difficult. So at this point, uh, my cousin Kim and I share all the information about the blog. 
There are some other changes that we made also to make any kind of transition easier. So we created an admin at Chocolate Chocolate and More email address. Uh-huh. One of the very painful things, and it's still painful, is we get emails for Joan at Chocolate Chocolate and More. And initially, that was the only email on our page. So oh. initially, after she died, everything was being addressed to Joan, and I would have to write back and say, I'm uh-huh. sorry, she's not with us anymore. That also puts you in a bad negotiating thing. If somebody asks for a sponsored post and they email a specific person right. on the blog, that person's no longer there. Then the person who takes over, it's very obvious that they weren't the original person. It's a little less obvious if there's an info at or admin at kind of email. Yep. And the other thing is, for the next 12 years, the blog is in trust. I think as it gets closer to being not in trust, depending on how Joan's children, what they decide, whether or not they want to take it over or not, I would definitely put very specific things in my will, just like I've mentioned. Uh, Mm -hmm. Things like, here's the equipment that I've bought for the blog. You know, here's all the, the accounts for the blog. All of that would be in a central location and with my lawyer. Um, I actually keep a file on my computer. Uh, My kids have the password to my computer, and they know where the file is for passwords to every single thing I have. I mean, my bank accounts, everything. If my computer ever gets hacked, I'm really screwed. But that way, you know, if I do die, my kids have quick access to whatever accounts they need to get into. From what I've read, you're much more likely to be hacked via the network and then you are that someone's actually going to come in, go to your office, find the place where you have the stickies, and take your computer with them with the stickies. There's an argument for having a physical copy, if at the very least, in addition to um, anything you right. keep on your computer, which I thought was interesting and I think counterintuitive to what most people would think is good practice. Yeah, one one thing I forgot to mention, uh, Jones, uh, you also need to consider what's on your phone. <laughs> Um, We didn't think about that when Joan died, and her Twitter account was associated with her phone number. Um, So we had to actually get a new Twitter account for Chocolate, Chocolate, and More. You know, if you have things that are associated with your phone number and can't easily be switched from your phone number, especially if something were to happen to your phone number, that would be something that needs to go on that list. It kind of speaks to that maybe it's a good idea to have a separate, just a separate setup, that the separate everything that you devote to your business. Now, maybe that doesn't sound like a revelation to other kinds of small business owners or other people who are in big corporate settings where they already have to have personal this and professional that. I think there's a lot of us who are blogging and even blogging as part of our livelihood and business that are not segregating um, our gear and our accounts and all of that like that. So that that just brings up a whole layer of like when you get to a certain point, maybe you should explore that. Yeah, I'm wondering if just using a family plan even, just so you have a separate number, it may not need to be a separate account, but that mm. also may help with accounting in terms of separating out your the costs for your cell access for your blog versus the cost for your cell. Because my guess is that most people just pay the cost for their cell phone because it's what they need for their personal use, but they don't consider the percent of time that they're using their personal cell phone for their blog. And they're probably not taking advantage of tax implications of that. That's so much to think about. Wow. And and, and something that, you know, 
uh, a lot of people don't want to think about. So I really thank you for coming and like going into this detail, but also for being willing to tell the story because it obviously comes from a place that's painful. So really appreciate you um, uh, doing that and performing that service, really. Is there anything you feel like we didn't talk about that people should really know or take care of? Oh, I think the other thing, and just to touch on what Joan's plan was that she didn't quite accomplish, she she planned to train me. If you're not leaving your blog to somebody who's got a lot of experience blogging, um, either bringing them up to speed yourself or leave, the other ideal would be to leave some self-help things you know a couple cheat sheets you know you need to have uh 10 facebook posts a day um and these are my favorite bloggers to get these 10 facebook posts you know from guidelines for using pinterest or or whatever it is a a little help sheet would be really nice thank you i really appreciate all your time and your expertise, especially it's it's still a pretty new and unfolding story. So, you know, thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed talking about this. Uh, it's a painful subject, but yeah. it's really important. That's it for this episode of Who She Knows, a She Knows Media podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Camahort-Page, Chief Community Officer of She Knows Media. Please tweet me at Elisa C or leave a message for us on either the blog her or She Knows Media Facebook page. Or now you can email us at podcast at She We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Listening.